I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Jim Rosenthal, Chief Executive Officer and co-founder of Blue Voyant. And we are talking all things cybersecurity. And I want to start, Jim, if I may, with the landscape, the global cybersecurity landscape. Life has got a lot more complicated in the last couple of years, I think. Well, life has certainly got a lot more digital. That, to me, doesn't indicate more complexity, but it does indicate an ability to be more, both more efficient and more effective. But we have situations around the world, including cyber attacks from nation-state actors, and I'm very carefully trying not to name anybody, but there are threats in the world now that weren't present a couple of years ago. Well, I think the threats of nation-state actors have been with us for a while. We have seen, to your point, increasing activity over the last few years. But I think that what comes in a digital world, what comes with it, is accompanying growth in nation-state cyber activity, both criminal and data-oriented, and also greatly increasing amounts of crime. Cybercrime, as you know, is now far the largest economic source for criminals. All right. What should I be prioritizing in terms of managing cybersecurity risk at present? I think it's essential to have good cybersecurity. And good cybersecurity means both good internal defenses, whether operated by your own people or operated on your behalf by others who manage it for you, and good external defenses, because more and more um, cyber attackers, if they can't get in directly, are getting in indirectly through supply chains. This is where it gets complicated because companies are more interconnected now than they ever were. But at the same time, that makes them more vulnerable to third party exposure, which is what you're talking about there, I assume. Yes. The perimeter that a company has to protect is both within their internet facing assets and outside their internet facing assets, both for companies that are connected to them and companies that are providing inputs to their operations that are critical inputs. So how complex is this going to be? If I'm a business and I have an international outlook, I've got to manage the supply chain cyber risk as a significant priority. Absolutely. It has leapt to the top of the operational risks that one needs to manage in the supply chain. There are other risks that one needs to manage in the supply chain, but cyber risk is now in my view, the most pressing of those risks. If you think about financial risk of the companies in the supply chain, sure, that matters. If you think about ESG risk, sure, that matters. But the one that is most likely to pose um, a disruption to operations is cyber risk. Now, there's a factual base for that. So we, we survey every year for the last three years more than 1,000 companies around the world of various sizes and various industries and one of the questions we ask them is, in the last 12 months, has your operation been disrupted because of a cyber event at one of your suppliers? More than 90%, 90% say they have been. There is an old joke, there are two types of company. The first type of company has been disrupted, and the second type of company doesn't know it's been disrupted. To your point, there are two forms of disruption at the end of the day. One form manifests itself very overtly. Something stops, right? You stop <laughs> receiving something from the supplier or some part of your operation, God forbid, stops, right? The second 
form is data exfiltration, right? And data exfiltration can be very subtle and may not be discovered for some period of time. And that is very serious. And to your other point, in a world in which intellectual property is distributed down across supply chains and to professional services firms, maintaining the confidentiality of the crown jewel intellectual assets has become much more difficult. Well, what would you characterize as the biggest cybersecurity threats facing businesses now? I think the most frequent, let me differentiate by frequency and severity, okay? The most frequent disruption will be a criminal attack that disrupts either the company itself or an important member of its supply chain. Typically, it's ransomware. The most disruptive is either data exfiltration and data theft of confidential information and intellectual property or actual takeover of your systems more broadly. So who should be responsible? Let's look at this in two ways. I want to come on to what Blue Voyant itself does in a moment. But if we look at it from a business perspective, I am an executive of a company. Who in my company should be responsible for managing this risk? Who should be taking lead? Who does take lead? And how effective are they? First line, cyber defense typically rests with the cybersecurity organization led by a CISO. That CISO may report to the CIO or to someone else in the organization, but it's a critical first layer of defense. Second layer of defense is, in essence, operational risk, right? Third layer of defense is an audit capability across both. I think all those layers are important. And as in any form of operational risk that you manage, no single approach and no single layer of defense is sufficient. The word you mentioned was layered. You have to have this layered defense in place. Absolutely. And equally important is resiliency. Because even with all those layers of uh, defense in place, you can't be assured that you still won't be disrupted. You can greatly reduce the probability of disruption, but you can't eliminate it. So practicing recovery, right, is as critical as detection and response. And this is something that actually needs to be taken seriously right to the very top of the business. It's not just senior management level. It has to be in the boardroom as well. It, yes, and it is. So as you know, more and more boards take this very seriously. More and more boards are putting someone on the board who's capable of understanding both technology and technology and cyber risk. However, having board oversight, like everything in cybersecurity, is necessary because it will assure the proper flow of resources, but not sufficient because the board can't operate the company itself. So there needs to be reporting to the senior management team. Senior management reporting, in my view, should be at least quarterly. And there needs to be board discussion with the same frequency with deep dives into cybersecurity by the board at least once a year. Okay, that's what should happen inside a business. Where do you fit into that matrix of layered defense that you described for a business? Because of my approach to cybersecurity, we offer both internal defense of businesses and external defense of businesses. So internal defense, we will um, take over as much of the cyber defense of an enterprise as it wants to outsource to a group of experts. That's what we do. Many companies lack the internal resources to do it for themselves well. We also, though, do external defense. 
So we do active defense of supply chains and of digital brand presence. And I believe, as I said at the beginning, that to operate an effective cybersecurity defense, you need to operate both inside your perimeter and outside your perimeter. Well, the fact of the matter is that that most companies are not going to be expert on these areas. It's something that is not specifically the focus of their business. So they need to have an external expert come in in the same way that they might need to have an external compliance expert come in and make sure they're compliant with other regulations. They need to have an external cybersecurity expert come in and make sure their defenses are as they should be. I believe in having external checks on your health, on your cyber health regularly. And I also believe that that should be rotated across different organizations over time to get different points of view. However, that being said, there is a big difference in cyber, which is that very few organizations can staff the resources, either for economic or staffing reasons, necessary to mount good cyber defense. Some can, right? The big banks can. But in many sectors, both the budget that's available and the personnel resources that are available are not sufficient to provide good cybersecurity in and of themselves. So external, not just oversight, but actually operational assistance as force multipliers for the internal people is very important. That's what Bluepoint does. We'll offer to operate as much of it on your behalf as you want us to, and we'll support you, the enterprise, in your operation of it. How is the situation going to evolve in the future? You talked about the kind of threats that are out there now, the issues that people are facing. Ransomware, as an example, you mentioned as the frequent or most frequent problem that people are facing at the moment. How is that going to, that threat vector, how are are all of the threat surfaces going to change in the future? And what are you doing about getting ready for those changes? Well, unfortunately, you know, to a point you made at the beginning of this conversation, the future holds more and more of the same. And the reason for that is enterprises are becoming more and more digital. And as they replace physical capabilities with digital capabilities and physical capabilities that are tied, right, to digital presence by their suppliers, the attack surface is becoming bigger and bigger. Because the attack surface becomes bigger and bigger, that means that the attention of both criminals and nation states becomes more and more present. The world is going to the cloud, and that's and the world is going to artificial intelligence. The world is becoming, as a result, able to do more things using technology. That trend is not going to stop. It's going to continue. As that continues, the vulnerability of technology is, you know, cyber and or resilience in technology itself. That is that comes with all the great benefits of technology. So I'm a big fan of the direction we're going in, but that just requires that we, you know, when I started working Morgan Stanley, you know, 15 or more years ago, I was worried about physical disruption to the organization. I was worried about our data centers being disrupted by a hurricane or an earthquake. And so I spent a couple of years making sure we were resilient against that. Well, Thank God now that's not the major threat because more and more of the business is done in the cloud. But you have new threats to concern you. Yeah. So as a result, cyber becomes much more important than natural disaster risk to enterprises. You know, wealth is getting created and distributed more and more because of the ability to operate technology where previously we weren't able to do that. And I think that from a global perspective, that's actually creating opportunities all over the world 
for less developed nations to leapfrog into the technology space and create opportunities that, didn't, that wouldn't have existed 15 years ago all over the world. Jim Rosenthal, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Blue Voyant, thank you very much.